and welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Stephen Einstein. Thank you all for joining me again as we go into today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditation. And this is for March 3rd, and I've been pretty encouraged by the last two of uh, the beginning of March, so I'm excited to see where he goes with the third one. And uh, we're going to go ahead and just dive right into it, I think. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning I'll, you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So that's always a good time. And um, I'm feeling better today. I was sick the last couple, so I'm glad to be back on with you. So here we go. March 3rd of James Allen's Daily Meditations. A thought constantly repeated at last becomes a fixed habit. It is the nature of the mind to acquire knowledge by the repetition of its experiences. A thought which is a very difficult, a thought which is, excuse me, a thought which it is very difficult at first to hold and to dwell upon at last becomes by constantly being held in the mind a natural and habitual condition. Just as a boy when commencing to learn a trade, cannot even handle his tools aright, much less use them correctly, but after long repetition and practice plies them with perfect ease and consummate skill, so a state of mind at first apparently impossible of realization is, by perseverance and practice, at last acquired and built into the character as a natural and spontaneous condition. In this power of the mind to form and reform its habits, its conditions, its contained the basis is contained the basis of man's salvation, and the open door to perfect liberty by the mastery of sin. When the heart is pure, all outward things are pure. Wow, he's not, this one, they didn't pull any punches at the beginning of this, saying that your, your mind makes your, um, your reality, your mind is your responsibility, and this is how you do it, repetition, that was one, two, and three of this month, the repetition of, um, an establishing of new habits, new thought patterns, and new, um, ways of living and thinking, it seems crucial and um it's actually quite encouraging here because it's saying like all of it is possible even the mindsets that are hard to hold even these thoughts that are hard to be held on to can become normal and naturalized and um spontaneous it even says so like our natural way to be if we just put the effort into them so you can change anything If you so desire to, which I find that extremely encouraging. I, I think you can change beliefs, you can change thought patterns, you can change um, just your demeanor. How amazing of a thing is that? It's encouraging. So let's get into it. Um, a thought constantly repeated at last becomes a fixed habit. So. There's a lot to just that statement right there. A fixed habit. A lot of times external, when we say habit, is um, an external thing, a physical action, right? Behavior and action. Sequence of behaviors, which results in an action. A habit. 
So a constantly repeat, a thought constantly repeated. So again, so we start starts in our mind before it gets manifested externally to us in a habit. So it's these thoughts constantly repeated, thoughts constantly repeated. And eventually, like we've been talking about, our inner life manifests externally to us. So the more we think about these things, the more we make it regular to think about these things, the more we will be in um, establishing new habits. So it all again, yeah, starts in the mind. And choosing what to think and what to think about. And it's not a small endeavor, no. But it is a worthwhile endeavor, yes. Now, for this, for, to go on, it is in the nature of the mind to acquire knowledge by the repetition of his experiences. This is how our mind works, is what he's saying. This is the general nature of our brain. Our mind is to learn and acquire knowledge by repetition of experiences. What we most commonly interact with, our mind will learn. What we most commonly do, our mind will learn. If you're used to lying, cheating, and stealing, your mind's going to learn to lie, cheat, and steal all the time. If your mind's uh, trained to be honest, loving, and forgiving, and content, your mind will be honest, loving, forgiving, and content. Like, you get to choose what you train your mind to be and what to see. That's important. And that combined with what you feed yourself on a daily basis, not just physical food, but also the content you're putting into your body and the content you're putting into your mind. Uh, what is that? What are your other practices too? Like this all matters, right? Like are you having these meditation times and so times of solitude to bring yourself back to center, to bring yourself into connection with uh, the, your, your spiritual um, uh, practice? These require practice. These require effort. More so than even practice, effort. Willingness. And continual work. All right, now on to this next sentence, which I stumbled over five or six times. A thought which it is very difficult at first to hold and to dwell upon at last becomes by constantly being held in the mind, a natural and habitual condition. So that is a very complicated way of saying the most difficult thing you have a hard, the most difficult thing you have to think about or the most difficult change you want to make, the hardest thing to hold in your mind. It could be simply studying. It could be um, thinking about planning. It could be thinking about prayer, meditation. It could be I'm thinking about your finances because that's an unmanageable part of your life. Or it could be thinking about your family relations. The hardest things that we find to hold in our minds will eventually become a natural habit here. A natural and habitual condition. We'll get used to thinking about these things the more we think about them. And the more we think about them, the more straightened out they usually get in a healthy way, if we bring it in in a healthy way. Not fear of them, not regret of them, but bring them into your mind, whatever it is. Bring the ideas in. And contemplate them, meditate on them, pray about them. Do the work around them necessary to figure out what the problem is. 
But the, and the more you do these things, the more good habits you'll make around them too. Like this is important stuff to realize. You can change your thinking about a thing. And he goes on to give an example. And it's like I've said it before, I always appreciate the examples. Just as a boy when commencing to learn a trade, cannot even handle his tools aright, much less use them correctly. But after long repetition and practice, plies them with perfect ease and consummate skills, so a state of mind. At first, apparently impossible of realization by perseverance and practice, at last acquired and built into character as natural and, sponta and a spontaneous condition. Right there, that's what he's talking about. That's a perfect example of it. And we can apply that in any sort of way. Any sports you play, any instrument you play, any um, skill that you have, you didn't pick it up as a master. Very few of us have the ability to pick up a skill and just be and instantly have a mastery over it. It's a, it's a uh, testament and a endeavor of practice, and almost um, knowing, knowing suffering, purposeful suffering to learn these things. But it's more so just these. Yeah, these are examples of what can happen with practice and repetition when those things we are very good at naturally, even when we put those into these practices and repetitions, we can improve on those. We've all picked up something that we had no gift to, necessarily. No aptitude for. And learned it and mastered it in a very real way. But we didn't do that quickly. It took repetition. It took practice and effort. But we get to a point where, with it, where at last acquired and built into the character as a natural and spontaneous condition, we don't even have to think about it anymore. That's when I find I'm most efficient. That's when I find I execute the best is when my brain doesn't have to get involved and it's just my body's natural flow and reaction to something. I just handle a situation or I just perform a certain task. I just do it. The more I think about it, the more I get messed up, honestly. It's usually what happens with it. So, natural and spontaneous condition. When we can get things to that point, which we can through this repetition, through this practice, through um, bringing to mind these thoughts that we don't want to hold into at first. We get frustrated. We don't want to continue on with it. The more we hold it in our mind the more it works. He goes on to say, in this power of the mind to form and reform its habits, its conditions, is contained the basis of man's salvation and the open door to perfect liberty and mastery of Zen. He's saying this ability of our mind to work in this way gives us the opportunity and affords us the ability to actually perfect our character, to improve our character, to change our character for the better. And to use the mind in this way. Hold these thoughts that we have a hard time holding in our mind so we can then move them on into the way we want them to be implemented into our lives, the healthy way, these um, 
new habits we want to form. These spiritual practices we, and values we want to embody in our lives, we need to be thinking about them regularly. We need to be performing them regularly, executing on them regularly, and holding them in our mind regularly so we are drifting in the way of that intentionally, that we are walking in the way of these things in the direction of these principles intentionally, which is very important. And we can achieve perfect liberty, liberty and mastery. How amazing is that? Perfect liberty and mastery. Perfect freedom. And control of ourselves. That's a pretty big promise right there. But I believe it. My experience has shown that to be true. The progress I've made is given that claim um, weight and depth. And he ends it here with, when the heart is pure, all outward things are pure. When your internal soul and your internal condition is finally aligned and corrected and functioning on that spiritual plane, the outward life becomes pure too. The outward eventually reflects that inward condition might not be immediate as all the old falls away but rather quickly the outward reflects that and again my own personal experience gives testament to that gives uh, confirming gives confirmation to that the more work I do the better my life becomes spiritually more spiritual things I try to embody, the better things happen for me. And the more peace I have in my life. And from that peace, I have a life that I never thought was possible for a guy like me. And that's something I will always be grateful for. So, well, that was March 3rd, everybody. So, And thank you very much for jumping on with me again today. I, I do want to say I appreciate all the support for everyone jumping on and listening it has been a fantastic experience. Um, so uh, please ju keep jumping on and taking a listen. Jump on over to our Facebook page if you'd like at some point. Give us a like and a follow. I would appreciate it. Um, but uh, besides that, it's um, until next time. Thanks. Mm -hmm.